inside his own. You can fight it. There's the bounce, Somerville, and there's the siren. Victory for the Bombers. But in the end, you'll fail. Kevin Sheedy joins Dick Reynolds as the most successful club in over 100 years at this famous club. The red and black runs through you. and rich in history that no club can match. Looking for a mark here. We have clubs in the AFL, the VFL, the VFLW and the brand new Wheelchair Football League. Four clubs, one goal. Join Liam and Andrew for your weekly Essendon fix. Reviews, previews of all four clubs right here on the Flying Up podcast. The other teams, they don't fear. They all try their best, but they can't get near as the bombers fly on. This is the Flying Up Podcast, and after last week's record-breaking downloads on Omni, I am joined by Andrew and Jeff. Hello, lads. Hello, Hello Liam. How are you? You thought because you broke records last week, you'd bring back the two people who saw records slump. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I think our worst download was actually used two together, so... <laughs> yeah, well, can I Negative try and... three. Let, let fate is tempted. <laughs> um, but yes, last week was actually our most downloaded show. How much? 16. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 16? You could, I, I, and finally, someone from St Andrews can't count that on one hand. That's fantastic. 16. Oh, let, let's, kick, let's kick straight on, because the season's over. Yep. It's not, apparently, but it is. Let's say, we'll say it is. It's it is. Mathematic, no. Mathematically, it's still oh, no. alive. No, mathematically, yep, don't worry. If every other team gets disqualified, Essendon will be there at the grand final. Against <laughs> uh, Hawthorne, a game that was probably one of the games around. I think, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think what would have made the game better was an 18 metre goal square. Like, I think that's what made the game a bit better. Like, yeah, the game yeah. of Coburg with the 18 metre goal square, that, oh, <laughs> that's what that game was missing. An yeah. 18 metre goal square. Yeah, was it. The other thing it was missing was Goddard and a big wooden block. Wait, wait, we'll get, we'll get to that. Right. Well, first, I'll just go. So the game was uh, Essendon went down to Hawthorne, 16, 11, 107, 2, 6, 7, 103. What a great game. I think, what, three goals in the last minute? Yes. Uh, the game, yeah. very back and forth. I mean, and two players getting more than 38 disposals yes. each, so um, it's good. Tom Mitchell racked up the ball again. We have, me and you, Jeff, have different opinions on John, Tom Mitchell. I think he's good. I think, I think he's not, a, I don't think he's a superstar. He may not be a superstar, but I think he's still, he's a, he's a terrific player that you don't, uh, kind of cast aside, you know what I mean? Yeah. See, I feel like you cast him aside and wouldn't make a difference. Really? <laughs> yep. Even with the forty-one disposals. Yep. Didn't how he, many of those disposals were efficient? I will look that up. One Tom second. Mitchell. Well, while we do that, I um, mean, he's not—he's not—he's not, not going to win the brown low, but still, he's. No, he the, will win the brown. That's the issue. Really? Do you think he's? Well, gonna who else is going to challenge him? I know Sean Higgins got uh, injured, so he's missed a couple oh, of games. But yeah. I mean, he does. You would expect that with most of so the games he played this year. That's the only issue with Tom Mitchell that he's going to win the brown. The years of what. Dangerfield and Martin, you know, dominant players. And I think a lot of the media is trying to hype up Mitchell as one of those players as well. Mm. Well, yeah. He's just, he's, just, he's okay. You've got to go, you gotta go pay to see some players, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't pay to go see Tom Mitchell. Yeah. I mean, he's not like the Gary Abel of his era. And I think they kind of, if you want to talk overrated, I think Jager Ramirez is a great player, but I don't think he's, you should say he's the next Gary Abel. Oh, there you go, 79% disposal efficiency. It's okay right. for 41 disposals. 43. Yeah. 
43 disposals. That's good. It's getting worse as we go, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. I've got Tom Mitchell. I think Tom Mitchell will be the next captain of Hawthorne. I think oh, yeah, maybe. he's got yeah. all that good credential. I just don't think he's... There's no game one that I've seen Hawthorne win. I think if it wasn't for Tom Mitchell... Is that because it's Tom Mitchell or is that because Hawthorne as a team is a terrific working... Um, neither. I think just he's just not a, maybe could have on the Hawthorne, but I think he's just not a dominant player. Because there's, there's a theory out there that say when Gary Ablett won his last Brownlow medal was because he was playing with the Gold Coast side, and because they weren't yeah. particularly a good team, it made him the look great. The best example was 2014. Uh, that's one of my good examples I used with Tom Mitchell. Because um, when he went down against Collingwood, Gold Coast were in the eight looking to play their first final series. Yeah. And God, history would be so different if they ended up playing that final series. Mm. But, that's true. Um, he went down and Gold Coast, I think, won one game for the rest of the year. Swap Mitchell and Gary Ablett around. The, Gold Coast would not be in the position they would have been in. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're listening well, to Riding the Bumps. You're listening to Riding the Bumps for the Grin Podcast. Where we talk all things Sam Mitchell and podcast. Tom, Tom Mitchell. Mitchell. I know. I know. Uh, I just did that to spite you. I, look, I kind of agree with Tom. I sort of agree with you more, Liam. I think than I. I think Tom Mitchell is talented, but I don't think he's all Australian. I don't. I think if he gets the brown low, he's deserved it, but he's not going to get down his dream. I don't expect him to get it again. Let's move on. Let's not talk talking about the team that beat us, though. Or we should talk about the team that beat go. us and why I'll they beat let, us. I'll let you go. Um, so, Goddard. You, you, have, you have the four. Right. Brennan Goddard. Mike is... So, uh, I basically think... Uh, I think that Goddard is... Turn the is... on, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I think, um, I, think, uh, I think Goddard... That's what I wanted to say to Goddard. I, I use many words like that to describe Goddard. I just, think he's, I just think he's become a joke. I think he's really left us to the point now where it's not even funny. You know what's funny? You know You're on the website, so Goddard is like staring at you. It's a lot easy. Everywhere you go, Hurley's eyes follow you. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you are in the room. Look at that. His, his eyes are always wide. Who is that? I can't tell who that is inside. It's Brendan Goddard. Oh, I don't know that. It's not Goddard. It's not Goddard. He's smiling a bit. Um, <laughs> Goddard. Let's start with Goddard. All right. Look, I don't. I think Goddard's fine as a human being. I'm sure he's done lots of great things in his life. I'm sure he was once a good player at St Kilda, or maybe you know at Auskick. But I don't think he. Um, I don't think he has any place in Essendon anymore. And I think we really need to address the fact that he we could have won because our defence was like a sieve, and he really is the kind of key that holds our defence together at the moment. Sad and him used to, had a really good thing going during the Sydney match, and I was prepared to perhaps wonder if he'd changed his form. But after watching the Hawthorne match, I mean, everyone goes to the... Um, everyone looks at the the, uh, the fact that he didn't kick out of the goal square properly. Basically, in case you didn't see it, he put his foot over the mark in the goal square, which meant it was a ball up, and then Hawthorne got an easy goal. That is the kind of glaring issue, but I think what people don't look for look to is the 12 turnovers he made, is the fact that he is kind of the thing holding together our... Um, He's the kind of he's the he's the player that seems to always be criticising the other players. Uh, he's the fact that he's always slow to the ball. His uh, disposal and uh, disposal efficiency rate and possession rate drops from match to match. And I just think he's at the point now where I'm not I'm not going to say he's the worst player we've had or he's our worst player at the moment. But I don't think he's good enough to be in the team. What do you guys think? I I agree with you on that, but you got to admit, like I know you're saying that. Oh well, we haven't looked over the 20 turnovers he's created in the last game. But I mean, you got to you got to remember in the last three or four weeks, if you go back to look at his game style, he has been somewhat consistent in you know turning the ball over himself, but through errors, and not so much of you know what I mean. Like as yeah. in he hasn't, it, not so much of. You know, he's handballed to the wrong play. He's just he's a poor decision-making. I saw in a Sydney match, and I remember yelling out, you're not 
21 anymore where he took the ball out of the <laughs> half forward line tried to run it out and got tackled twice Yeah, and I'm like and th- that and he had three loose plays in the corridor why mm. not kick to him and, he, and I kind of felt like maybe he was trying to prove a point that he could still go mm. but I think he's gone to a point in his career like Matthew Lloyd did at Den Pierce where the game has passed him by not only physically but mentally as well yeah. and he can't keep up with the game today because the game today is much faster than it used to be yeah, and unfortunately, his game style isn't suited to the Essendon game style that they're trying to produce at the moment. Yeah. And now it's costing; it's it's starting to cost them some costly goals. Yeah, I I agree, and I do think that I I think I think you're completely right there that it's he's like he's trying to prove a point. I think with Goddard at the moment, he's he's trying to play an old style of football, the handball heavy thing, the way he always plays to contests, uh, and like you say, the fact that he got tackled twice, he was trying to run through essentially a comp- competition. Um, I think that is the kind of style they used to play under Sheedy. And Bomber Thompson, and it's not the way that the other team, the, the other players are working. And I think that's perhaps it's not so much that he's a, he's, he's a poor player as much as he's just not playing with the rest of the team, both on and off the field. I think uh, I'll give you a probably travelling side as well. God, yeah. I only had the one tackle. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. that kind of pressure in the for a defender mm. is, is abhorrent. Like there's no, there's no pressure there by God at all. He's too slow, mm. and he needs to move on because I mean. You can't be a slow player in a fast-moving team. I mean, everyone's fast in that team. Our forward line is fast with Drake Stringer. Our back line is fast with Kyle Hooker and Michael Hurley. I mean, they can get to a ball quicker than anyone else at the moment, and that's why our defence is holding up. Yeah. But he's just, at the moment, a very slow and tired player, and he needs to move on because his game style is not suing our game style anymore. And that's no. what, like I said before, it's hurting us a lot in that back line. We, he turned over quite a few goals last week in a very tight game. Yeah, and we can't play on the. We, you, maybe you, you know you can try him up forward if you want. You can try him in the back line if you'd like. But at the end of the day, you need to trust me. You exactly, and I agree completely. I think you've hit the nail right on the hammer when you say no, the other way around. That would be weird. I don't do much building. You, you, I think you hit the <laughs> hammer right on the nail when you said that he's tired. He looks slow and sluggish. And it, it was interesting uh, at the Hawthorne match. They kept kicking to the forward pocket, the right forward pocket for Hawthorne, the back pocket for Essendon. And I kept thinking, why are they kicking there? And then I realised that's where Goddard was placed. Mm. So I, I suspect, and it happened about four or five times in the first ten minutes, and it continued to happen less frequently throughout the rest of the game. I do think that teams are now deliberately targeting Goddard because, and I, I look, one other thing I want to say, I'm aware that because he's so publicly kind of shunned now that we probably over... Uh, over criticising, we probably look for faults in him more than we do in other players. Of course, Talking that's got out. <laughs> that's a nat- that's a natural that's a natural sort of psychological thing that's going to happen. But that said, he still needs to be able to. If that's the case, then he's he's buckling under the pressure. If he's just being criticised so much now that he doesn't know what he wants to do, and it's it's the public's fault. That's that's obviously that's a different issue. But it's still the the fact still remains that he's not playing his best. And in a time when we were so close to getting in the finals. I just think we shouldn't have had any no, kind of passengers. And the same with a few other players. I'm sorry, I've taken a two-week two week absence and I've come back with a lot of grumbling. But I, I, I think when he plays a sad, he's, he's pretty it's good. It's a disappointing loss. It was a season-defining loss. And for most of it, Essendon looked good. They looked good. Because yeah. um, I, don't, I don't see Hawthorne as a dominant team. I don't think... You know, they're not the team that won the three flags in a row. They're, they're meant to be an up-and-coming team. But Hawthorne looked a point in the game... And this is probably Essendon's biggest fault this year as a whole. At points in the game, I think Hawthorne looked much better than Essendon. Mm, yeah. And so, then you can argue the other way around too, because it was a game when the momentum was shifting every couple mm. of minutes. Yes, that last five minutes was intense. Very, very intense. Yeah. That mis- it was a mistake also by Hurley as well. That yeah. came Warple. James Warple kicked the winning goal in the last minute of the game. Mm. Just before Collier kicked an absolute blinder. 
Oh yeah, from beyond hey, the fifty hey, meter you, hour. You two were at the game, right? I wasn't at the game. You wasn't. Oh, I you were at, at the game. Yeah. How was it? How uh, was it when, especially when Collie? Because you wouldn't know how long was left when Collie kicked the goal. No, I actually did leave. Oh. Uh, I left. I left at the three minute mark. I left at the three wow. minute mark. I left at three minutes. When they got, I was going to leave. I was pretty much. I was actually out of my seat and watching from the back wow. when they when they were four goals down. Then when they got the three goals in a row, I went back to my seat and then I, I wow. and then I left again when just before Collier got that goal. But it wouldn't have made a difference. And to be honest, Collier as well, I've got my doubts about. But we'll leave that to another. Sorry, now, at the moment you don't have, have, have to say anything, Essendon. No, well, no. All right, do you want me to go through some players who I thought played really well and is oh, so underrated? I don't think you were there to see really. What's it? I don't think you're there to notice who played well. No, exactly. I, I just go along to hate. This is, yes. this is my hour. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you don't leave the game. You stay for the entire game. We left at the Richmond match. You suggested Jeff left we should the leave at the Richmond match. match. I well, wanted to stay. Well, I'm very impressionable. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Why are you no, you're not. <laughs> are you right or not? Are you right or not? <laughs> you're on sins. I can't tell you what I did afterwards. Uh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, we yeah. Kind of, we went and bought some ticket prices. Um, <laughs> you're right, though. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, you, uh, do you you leave matches occasionally, Jeff? I look. I don't, I don't think we should. Occasionally, like quite a time. Whenever Brendan got, so I guess the ball I'm going to leave. Games, go to another game. <laughs> well, I've done that as well. I've done yeah, game hopping. Like, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I don't think. I don't think it's right to leave. Like I reckon the mi- most you're going to leave is ten minutes beforehand. But seriously, we were four goals down. There were five minutes to go. I think we we're entitled to leave. You remember last year when the Port Adelaide supporters left? Yeah. yeah. And the Port Adelaide won the match. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, but that's because Port Adelaide supporters are stupid. Well, yeah. They we knew go, that already. They go for Port Adelaide. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The rainy day to beat the traffic. I'm almost prepared to. I'm prepared to miss. I'm prepared to miss a, an incredible comeback for the sake of not having to sit through, um, sit through all the fans of the opposition cheering our loss. Uh, that just that's just so exhausting and 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 depressing. And then it means you get back. I'm prepared to have the early train and avoiding that kind of chaos if it means you I have miss the a comeback. Hurstwich line. You'll be delayed one... five hours anyways. Well, exactly. So there's only one train every week, and I'd like to catch it. <laughs> Otherwise, you're gonna have to wait till Tuesday to get home. <laughs> And I'm not going to sit around with the Hawthorne supporters for that long. There's really not much to dissect in this game because the, the, no matter the, the game plan, the style of the game, who played well or who didn't play well is really relevant because it was must win. Yeah, yeah. Especially with Richmond and, coming but can up. You, can you argue, but, did they play badly, do you think? Um, they didn't play good enough. Well, what are you going to say? Well, like Hawthorne won the game, but also, what are you going to say about Hawthorne? Because to me, it felt like a very equally matched. Game. Yeah, I uh, like I said, I just thought it was equally matched, but I also said you know, a few. There was a few points where I thought Hawthorne was a much better team. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the third quarter, most mm. of all. I think that the issue with that game is they just couldn't get their legs under the yeah. bombers consistently. I always thought Hawthorne always had an answer as well. Every time Essendon did something, Hawthorne always did a counter. Yeah, like if, they, if we scored three goals, I'll score yeah. the next four. Yeah, and that, the one thing that sort of has been annoying all season, which killed us in the Hawthorne match, was when the coast to, the coast, to coast team, when they um, when Essendon would get a get a goal or would get a behind more like. And it would be in the. It would, we'd spend ten minutes wheeling our way up into the fifty, having shots at goal. You know, taking three shots, all getting behinds, bursting at the seams to keep it in. Finally, getting a fluke goal, and then as soon as it goes back to the centre, bounce tap, fifty, yeah, a free kick for to, to Haw- or you know, a shot at goal for Hawthorne, they get a goal. They they undo our work in about thirty seconds. That's frustrating. And the coast to coasting. I mean, I was saying before when they. When we get behind and they get it up the other end of the ground in about 10 seconds, that's got to stop as well. And I think that comes down to our defenders. Yeah, and do you know what I... Because we were saying before, it was as though we did lose that game, it was a very entertaining game to watch. Like, it was unbelievably amazing to watch that game. 
why was there a, there was a difference for me watching that game because you know nowadays in football when there's a ball up it's not you don't have six guys in the forward 50 everyone just goes kind of to the midfield you leave three guys in the forward 50 but did you notice in that game everyone stayed in their 50 line yeah yeah well it's the, the game when it made Gil McLaughlin soil himself sort of thing. he was being very happy with that game yeah. I was happy too because it opened the game up so much that there was a lot more running and a lot more goal up until, until yeah. the end until the end also I, I said this on the sports test on 90.7 um, about cheap plug. Um, yeah, first cheap plug. Um, the what desk on what ninety point seven? What desk on ninety point seven? I've already found a hole in the six 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 method. What is it? Because the whole point, if the game's close in the last minute, right? What they will do, they'll get a tall forward. Yeah. At mm-hmm. the back end of the square, they put him in the wing, put uh, uh, the original winger on the top of the forward fifty. As yeah. soon as the ball goes up, he will run into the back line, and the wing man will run up. Yeah. It's so, almost like a sort of hey, like, almost like yeah. a fairy system. Like Pretty they much. grab it, they grab it, and they shuffle, shuffle it. So I've already, yeah, yeah, I've already found a um, hole in that before it even started. What? Hey, look, I'm not saying that we should have them at every. I don't think it should be a rule like netball. Everyone goes no, to your position. Netball, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, if we can do it throughout the game, that would be good. But if there's like 30 seconds left and you two got two points up, yeah, send all your places to the back yeah. line. I don't yeah. care. Just come, yeah, go on, Goddard, back you go. Come on, come on, Mitchy, come here. Come on. <laughs> don't touch anything. Sad, <laughs> <laughs> no, Sad, you're there, there. Sad, no, no. Okay, okay, Bagley, come on, Bagley, wing. Come on, we've got to get this completely right. It's like trying to build a house of cards, isn't it? You're trying this to get all bad. the players in all the position, and then as soon as the ball goes in the air, they're all going to fly back in the spot. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's still not as bad as a nominated ruck rule. Oh, me, yeah. me, pick me. Yeah, I'm yeah. the ruck. Yeah, I'm yeah. a big boy now. Uh, yeah, I feel yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't mean to disagree with everything you say, Liam. We do, we did agree once in episode. You don't, two. you don't like I, the, you actually like the nomination. I don't dislike, I don't like it, but I don't think it's ruined. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says. But I can but see I why people I, complain. I think it's a bit weird. I like the idea of going. All right, Rafi is nominated, and no one go. <laughs> because yeah. Because it's yeah. quite a bit of this season. Yeah. Because you got one ruckman, that's a bad idea. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. yeah. The only thing I'd say about it. My idea to fix that as well is to have um, normal ball ups on the ground, kind of like um. Ball ups at the start of the game. Yeah. Have them facing each other instead of arm in arm. Yeah. So you know who the two Ruckman is. Yeah. It's much more simple than saying, put your hand up like an under nine. That's <laughs> true. Ever. All right, Ruckman. Pick me, pick me. I'm the Ruckman. Yeah, I agree with that bit. And I think the other thing as well, um, yeah, the, uh, that, that's a bit. The only thing I'd say as well is it's, it's been good how it's forced Essendon or teams like Essendon to spread all their good players out because they now have to have a fairly reliable Ruck wherever the ground is. Mm. But... As opposed to just not, not nominating the right. But yeah, it's not it's not that smart. The other thing as well, sorry, before we move on from this Hawthorne match, one other thing I want to say, which I think was good, was there were only 27 frees. Well, I, thought between, a, I thought it was a well umpired game. Yeah, me too, yeah. Mm. I thought they I thought they, they kept out of it. They, all the, all yeah. those frees, most of those frees were justified. The last two um, Hawthorne games have been well umpired. Maybe something Gill and Clark are maybe had a coffee about <laughs> yeah. it or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the last two Hawthorne games have been well umpired. Been like, yeah. I think the free area Hawthorne game was the lowest free kick count of the year. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. did you think about that last call towards the end when it was called advantage and ended in an and goal in the last uh, quarter? <sighs> Would you think that was advantage I, because he stepped? I, it, the advantage yeah. was so hard as well. It is, it's yeah. tough. Yeah. I, I mean, how many, how many, what do you have to do to be called play mm, on? Yeah. yeah. He put his hand up to say stop, but the umpire called advantage yeah. already. Yeah. He, if, um, if he didn't play, if he played advantage, the commentators would have, no, if he didn't play advantage, the commentators probably would have been like, oh, yeah. he took too many steps. No, well, the commentators were like, ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, they would have changed their mind as well if he got, if it was like, oh, ball up. Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, that's one of those rules I think that regardless of whether you miss umpire it or over umpire it or under umpire it, it's still going to be an error. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the fact that they yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that that was it, all the free kicks were fairly justified. And the only time 
then you would, the, the super crowd got rowdy was when a free kick wasn't called, but could have. And I'd much prefer that scenario when people say, oh, what was that for? Mm. Yeah, oh... Don't you, don't you love it when the players don't know what it's for? Yeah. Where they were like, oh, draw free kick. Oh, no, no, draw free kick. It's like, oh, is that, oh, 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 what was it for? Sorry. Yes. Oh, oh, my arm. <laughs> um, so, overall, what was the, what was your thought on the game? The season, the season-ending game, I must say. I thought it was a great game to watch. I thought we played a good game, but the fact that Manu Rouge just played a better team. Mm. I, I mean, we didn't get smashed. We lost by, what was it, four points? Uh, but you're, you're, think, you're so positive. You're way too positive about this season. Mm. I just think around, like, not even including Essendon, the season all around has just been an entertaining season to watch. Mm. I mean, we have, we're drawing good crowds in every state. Oh, not so much Queensland. But they're, growing, <laughs> they're growing. Brisbane. You know yeah. They're actually winning a game or two. Yeah. So Brisbane, Brisbane's holding the state together at the moment. <laughs> yes, yeah. So are the Swans. The Swans have been getting some good crowds at the SCG. They have, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. Ever, since, ever since they moved away from A and Z, I mean, SCG's been a perfect home for them. Mm. Yeah. Also, speaking of that, the 18 metre goals were, how'd that work on the SCG? That's pretty much half the ground. Yeah, yeah. 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 Small ground. Exactly. Yeah. Only 25% of the ground isn't goal square. Well, I'm pretty sure Buddy Franklin could have a shot from there. Yeah, even also, Goddard could not kick out of that. Did you know Buddy Franklin's played 287 games? Really? Oh, Jesus Christ. Feels like the last time he kicked 100. How, that's so weird. Like, usually players are playing you know, nearly for 300 games. Feel like a thousand years ago when he kicked 100 goals yeah. with Carlton? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. Yeah, I know, right? And they couldn't, they couldn't give Brennan Vole that last goal. God. Parkinson's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that is Jeff Opinion, of course. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of other, other yeah. people. But, no, yeah. but no, I, just, I just saw that the other day. I'm thinking most people that play 300 games are usually on one-year deals, not another four years to go. Yes, yeah. That's amazing. But yeah, so yeah, um, yeah, we'll head off to our next segment, which will be... First, we'll talk about Dane Beams. Let's get into training Dane Beams. I know Essen came out yesterday saying that we haven't spoken about... We haven't spoken to Dane Beams and all that stuff. Yeah. But how many times have you heard that and it's not true? No. Um, they may have not spoken to him. Doesn't mean interest isn't there. Of course, from both no. sides. It's a bit uh, like saying I don't. Yeah, when two people claim they don't like each other, but yeah. it's so clear they do. It's kind of like why would you bring it up if you don't? It's kind of like say, hey, we're not approaching him with a deal, but hypothetically, if we did, what would we <laughs> so, have to be? I'd love to see a case where they said we're not going to approach him about a deal, and they just don't. <laughs> it's like, well, the, the player gets excited, and they're like, no, yeah, no, we, we said, it. we said, we weren't. <laughs> what, what part of that are you getting? <laughs> I was perfectly clear. We said we're not in dogs. <laughs> no, you, you have like a thousand um, turnovers in the last season. We're not going for you, mate. I, yeah. Well. You know, all season long they've come out and said Dane Beams isn't leaving Brisbane and personally I don't think he's going to leave No, you know, anything he'll leave when his contract's up his contract's up next year I think Yeah. how old is he? Um, 27 still quite yeah, young good, he's good, got a few yeah. more years yeah. um, but he's even said himself that he'll probably play his career in Brisbane then move to Melbourne because his brother's still there isn't he? yeah Yeah. his brother's probably going to get the list at the end of the year though I will leave with you but um, yeah what do you, would you like to see Dane Beams? Like, of course you probably would but do, does that need a midfielder? <sighs> no yes the question I was going to ask do we really need a midfielder in that team? With who does this need? like you got Danaher when he comes back as a forward we need a f- we need some defenders for one thing we and need the, some tall defenders yeah we need some bigger bodies in that back line yeah. just, just one because we've got Hooker and Hurley three's good to go and then you can have the yeah. three runners Hurley yeah go on sorry and then you can also have the defenders that play on the smaller forwards. And then you can have Hooker like playing Matt like a Mitch McGovern type, um, Jeremy McGovern type of thing. You can go forward and back. Yeah. I don't want him too, too much, though. I want his position to be in the back line. You reckon? Yeah. I mean, we have a good forward line as it is. We don't need an extra He kicked a good there. goal against Hawthorne, though. Yeah. And he's marking. Oh, yeah, that's a 50 hoof. He's, he's now, I was going to say, he's now second in, uh, leading the uh, season in second uh, in AFL. He's second in the 
What's is it? He, is he second? second? He's second in the in the One. in the ladder of marks for this is season. He he's 143. So he's second. He's second. He's second. He's second. He's got the second amount of marks for this season. I can't believe it took me that long to word it. So he's. I think. Oh, wait I think, a second. No, he's third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's leading. Uh, no, I think he's. I think. Uh, yeah, and yeah. So I reckon. I reckon. I personally, I think he's probably worth testing as a defend as a as a as a forward, but. Yeah, a situation like that. As long as, as, long as he cuts his hair, I'm happy. <laughs> Get rid of that stupid man bun. I think yeah, you come back from Townsville with these weird Andy hipster. Um, I've always views. hated the man bun. Always hated the man bun. Yeah. I think we're in a position now where we don't need to recruit a young tall back. I think we no, need yeah, someone who's old. Yeah. yeah. So I think now is the time that we need to start drafting because I think because I, I don't think we're a team that needs to be starting rebuilding. I think we're a team that's no, no your team is aiming for a flag. And I, I, think, I, think, last year. Yeah. I think next year we'll be in that position if we can get Dan Hur back and have a good preseason. But I think we're in that position now. We don't need a young player. We need a player that's fit and ready right now from from a strategic. So point who of would view. it be? Like, I think ideal player would be Tom Stewart from Geelong. Like, I'm thinking of an ideal. Mm-hmm. I guess not. You watch many Geelong games. Yeah, who does? I mentioned what? Tom Stewart, who's all Australian form. And both I know. Absolute, I know. Absolute, absolute I know nothing. Me, yeah. I know he just went to Geelong from Carlton. And I'm probably, oh Henderson. I was gonna say Zach Tui. Oh yeah, Zach. Yeah. I think Zach not a big body though. You know, but he's a yeah, but I mean, he you know he's still a big, strong body though. He he's strong enough to to hold his own in that back line, and I think that he'll be a good player to have because he he will suit our style very well. That running, uh, that running good kick from the uh, you know to go from the half back line to half forward line, which is what we're trying to aim for at the moment. I think he'd be good for that position. Shannon Hearn would be handy as well. Seeing looking at the marks there, Shannon Hearn. Yeah, he's a bit too yeah. old though. Oh, but I know he's a bit too old. Are we, is yeah. he aim for a, for a guy between 25 the age of to 24 to the age of 28, 27? Yeah. Yeah. Really, any of those on the list, on the top five uh, markers of the year, Hearn, uh, Witherden, Hurley, um, would be useful to have at Essendon. Oh, Witherden would be fantastic um, in a few years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, in a few years, he'll be absolutely fantastic. I think he, out of all the young Brisbane players, Witherden probably... If we seriously, though, if we steal both Beams and Witherden from Brisbane, though, we're just... We're, that's like an act of cruelty. That, that, that's, that's, what, a, that's, that's what Queensland is. It's like talent factory, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Do you need a bit more of a few years of extra training? Come up to <laughs> Queensland and play for a bit. <laughs> it's like a farm. Mm. For, for talent. The bottom line is you need to just get someone that has experience, not a young player. No, yeah, that will yeah. slow you down. Because yeah. next year, your, your aim, if I mean, in reality, I know every team's going to be like, oh, well, every team's goal is to win a flag. I'm like, all right, I get that. But in reality, sometimes I'm like, we need to make the eight, we need to make yeah. top four. Uh, I, I always do that. Every year I do what's a team's pass mark. Yeah. And I think any team that plays a prelim final, part, well, any, the two teams that lose the prelim finals, pass mark is to make the, the grand final. The team that came runners up is to win it. And all that, like Melbourne's past mark, they would have to play finals. Nothing, nothing less than finals this year for Melbourne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Geelong, Geelong and GWS have to make the grand final for, to be a past mark. GWS definitely do. Yeah, yeah. and Geelong have both lost the last two prelim finals. Hmm. Um, I think Hawthorne Collingwood season will be a success. They've made the finals after not making it last year. I think that would be a good story as well. Yeah. Um, I and think, I think, I think if they win the premiership, or they don't, if Hawthorne do make the grand final this year, that would cement Alistair Clarkson being one of the greatest yeah. coaches oh, in life. Take it. Not, not only the fact that he's won four premierships in three in a row not long ago, but the fact that he's taken a premiership team that, um, you know, obviously kind of like the '91 Hawks, really. In a way, yeah. But it's kind of bit not not the same. Like a because they still had a lot of powerhouses in that team. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne's team kind of went few. away. Yeah. And he was able to bring some new players in and so um, you know re-coach some younger players in the mm. VFL. And now he's established, hopefully, what is another premiership team or at least a grand final yeah. team. 
how good have you seen an Essendon Hawthorne game final for years? Yeah. I mean, that will be... Because of the history. Yeah, I mean, that will be terrific. Yeah. Just yeah. to say, oh, there were, there were, there that, were that was actually the, the one 80s. thing that disappointed me about the game. There was no... There was no, there was really no argy-bargy. Rivalry. Compared to what happened on the Sunday. No, with no. the Western Derby, you yeah. know, anything so, was mundane. Don't bring it up. Don't yeah. bring it up. Oh, I mean, there was no. a bit of a scuffle. I mean, a couple of fines handed out for the Bomber boys. Francis. Francis is a bit of a... That was completely other bullshit, wasn't it? It was a bit of a bump and nothing... It wasn't high. Yeah, that should have been... And it was play on. He didn't hey, get Romeo in the least, head. At least he didn't get suspended. Yeah. Oh. Francis a bit... Francis. I think they were just trying to make a point. There was no point. The, the, the AFL... That was... That was... I... Yeah. That was probably the worst fine slash suspension I've seen all year. That was. Yeah. That was absolutely terrible. It was a fair bump. Got him on the shoulder. Mm. That's how you should bump in football. Romeo yeah. wasn't hurt. No one was hurt. No one was even dazed. It was a fair nah. bump. Yeah. That was an absolute joke like by said, the MRP. Like I said, it's probably them just making a point and just saying don't take risks that you don't need to take. Yeah. You, you like and that's, and that's my opinion. I'm not saying that's a fact, but I'm just saying. A bump is not a risk. It depends what you bump. It could that have was a been. fair bump. It could be. If, it's, if, it's, if it, you know, it hits the neck, it could really do damage. I don't it think we should a, encourage bumps. I think you should. Nothing, a fair bump's good. You should yeah. not I take mean, the it's bump just going in, It's just going in high. I mean, the Sydney game and the Hawthorne game were both very physical games, but those are the two teams trying to make finals. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's justified, but I mean, that's, the, that's just how the game is. We're a tough game. We're viewed as a tough game by other countries. That's the game. They say, hey, you guys are not wearing pads and you're mm. still getting smashed. What's this? I'm like, <laughs> so, yeah. we're fine. We're tough. Yeah, you're right. I, I, yeah, I thought it was a bit overreacting. And I think uh, um, one person I think who kind of seemed to be in a few scaffolds was... Devin Smith, who I also wanted to point out from this match because he's currently leading the um, AFL tally in tackles. He and he also win the best and fairest despite what you say, Andrew. What? He's trying to win the best and fairest. The, yeah, I think, so. I think oh, so yeah. too. It's either yeah. him, it's one of the small fast runners. It's either him or Ahmed Saad. Yeah, um, oh, Saad. or maybe maybe Tip and Woody. Uh, no, no, I don't think he's had that good of a year. No, he's had a bit of a flight. Although he played exceptionally well on, on yeah. uh, Saturday. Though. He did. And then everyone's saying now that now Cyril is out of the way and he's no longer that exciting player for the AFL that's branded for him. A lot of people say now that maybe McDonald's and Woody, if he can have some good seasons, can take that position of being the entertainer of the AFL. Oh, it's hard, it's hard to compare to Rioli as well. Rioli started, his first season he won a flag. Yeah. That's how Rioli started his football career. He won a flag yeah. in his first season. I think he kicked... I think he kicked goal of the year his first season as well. McDonald's or was one of, the, one of the goals of the year. McDonald's even Woody's not an entertainer. He's an artist. He's skilled. He yeah. has poise to it. He, he doesn't do anything for flair. He doesn't do anything... He he, does, he never does any stupid things like... But he's going to be that player I that every I, kid's going to say is his favourite player. Because no, so yeah. I think... Um, for, um, Sad. Uh, no. Arazio Fantasia. Fantasia. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, he yeah. has the swagger that he needs. Yeah. 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 Or Smith. Even Smith. Oh, Smith's just a hard nut. More of yeah. a tackle. He's, I wouldn't say he has that swagger yeah. about him. Yeah. But actually, that's true. No one's going to say they want to be Smith. No. You never, you never heard someone say, Devin Smith, men want to be him, girls want to be with him. GWS is brilliant. GWS final squad didn't have Devin Smith in it. But you know what's interesting is the stat that I heard before the Hawthorne game, which was at between round one and nine, Essendon were ranked in all areas in the bottom five for everything, whether it be clearances inside 50s, most goals for a game, etc. But from round nine to 19, we became in the top five. Oh, it was a fantastic turnaround by Essendon this season. I, I mean, one that you would have expected. Yeah. But, I mean, my brother was saying the other night, he goes to me, can you imagine next year if we can get Joe Danaher back, our powerhouse forward that we've missed for the entire season, and then we can finally get organised in our pre-season? Because why won't we be a chess win the flag? The harsh reality of football is, and I, I, love, I love bringing down on something, it's what I do in life. Yeah. There's going to be 17 teams that are disappointed this season, no matter what. Yeah. There's 17 teams going to walk away, even though if they do good, 
They could every team could have done better. Yeah, yeah. Um, you look at every team from. Yeah, there's probably games that Carlton should have won. If like, Essendon, if it, it, maybe if Essendon somehow miraculously gets into the finals, wins every final, gets to the grand final, and then loses the grand final, I don't think we'd be disappointed. But I see your point, though. Yeah, uh, uh, most every team, and as I was saying off air, there's no team that you really that everyone, regardless of who they're buried for, love. There's no Bulldogs. There's no Richmond. There's no underdogs. There's no one who everyone goes, oh, you know, gee, I, I don't really mind if they win. No one. Every, every team now has its stigma. Every team now has its dark side. Every team now has its arrogance. Every team now has its kind of rivalries. I don't think there's any team now that is universally loved or universally sympathised uh, with. Is there? It's amazing. It's amazing this year as, as well. Because it's such a close year. But then the bottom teams are definitely the bottom teams. Yeah. Like yeah. you got Fremantle, which are the the middle team. Yeah. They are the <laughs> middle teams. I think they're uh, like three or I think two wins above Bulldogs. Yeah. And like two wins below Adelaide. Yeah. They are the middle tier team. They could not move. They are they so can't, yeah. no no. And I think they've been thirteenth of the entire season. Yes. <laughs> What's also interesting is if you look for you know. I mean, like I said before, it's not reality, but mathematically it could be possible. If you look for who can make the finals, it's really the only ones who can't make it are the bottom four teams, and that's about it. Ah, uh, three of still can't, three of can't make it. Aren't they the bottom four team? No, three is um thirteenth. Mm. Oh, I mean, misunderstood. And the St Kilda as well. Oh, they're they're a bottom team, four team, aren't they? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I I think of Brisbane, who who talk about a team that should be disappointed. I think Brisbane should have won so much more games than they yeah. they won. Um, it's been it's been a crazy season. I don't think um, back yeah. to the point. We actually didn't have a player, so who would who could Essendon get? Uh, I think who, who's a, so we said we we yep. all agree a, a backman as a need. I think yeah. we need a backman. Oh, you know who I think like we need? Someone, no, 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 no
a song backwards and says you listen to Final Punch. Yeah, you listen to the Final Punch. Listen to the Flying Punch. Punch, 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 punch. You listen to the Flying Punch. You listen to the Flight Lame is dead. Fired up on Gus. This is, I, I think Bagley's Lame is dead. A chance to get in. <laughs> Um, thank you for listening. I'm sorry it's been a bit crazy. We'll be back uh, to review this and kill the match and go on to the next if one. We're allowed to. If we're allowed <laughs> well, I'm not to. allowed back on the show. So oh, don't do much. Have a good week.